to the Christmas special of the DIY Animation Show! Woohoo! Hey! Hi, everybody! We hope you all are having a fabulous December, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that whatever holiday you are celebrating, or soon to be celebrating, that things are going very well. And uh, yeah. yeah, how are you doing today, Lauren? I'm pretty good. I'm glad it's nearly Christmas break. I've got, where are we? We're on Monday right now. Yeah. And I've got four more days of work until I'm on holiday. And I'm so excited. Hooray! You're so close. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a real busy second half of the year. I don't know. I mean, before we started recording, Jess and I were talking about where this year has gone. And mentally, I've just come back from my big trip this summer (laughs) and I'm just lazing around in the garden reading a book in the June sunshine. That's that's the last thing I remember. I don't know what happened since then. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just I don't even know. Just, uh, just whisked it. Look, wasn't there a term for that? Like time whisking away? And then you're just like, and now I am here. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, magic is what it is. It's I true. I think time whisking should be the technical term. I oh. think that's quite an accurate description. Right. I like it. <gasps> Unless you're actually having Christmas in July, but it's like your mental July. Oh, whoa. Right? Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> so That's cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I wonder... I wonder how the term Christmas in July came about. Like, if it was something like that where people were like, "Wow, it's suddenly December, but it feels like summer. Like <laughs> July. <laughs> and just, oh, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's essentially what they have in, in Australia and New Zealand because their seasons are flipped. So they do have Christmas and summer, which I think must be the weirdest thing. But if you live there, then it must be really normal. It's true. I wonder if there are any like, <laughs> yeah, they're probably just like, yeah, no, this is, this is fine. This is standard. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, it's so strange. And they're like, no, it's, it, it's cool. It's all, <laughs> it's all right. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if, um, like for any listeners in Australia or New Zealand, if you guys have any, um, like cool or unique holiday uh holiday traditions that are due to it being you know like summertime there we'd love to hear them yes so do you do you have any because like i bet i bet they're cool i bet i bet you guys got some (laughs) yeah oh so the the stereotype that i've always been led to believe is that you have your christmas lunch on the barbie on the beach that's that's what christmas means in australia that's the stereotype we've got here (laughs) (laughs) i love that that sounds so cool i hope it's true (laughs) oh i'd love it that would be so good oh man i could really do with some sunshine right now yeah oh is it really cloudy right now it's just been oh we've had spells of just torrential rain on and off and it's been really cold i mean it's december but true it's been particularly wet and the wind has been particularly cold as well. And I'm just thinking, I can't wait for it to start getting warm. But we are getting closer and closer to the winter solstice, which means after that, the days will start getting longer. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it'll all just be uphill from there. And be like, oh, yeah. Or, or like uphill as in like closer to the sun. Like, I mean, yes. I mean, I mean the term in the positive sense. And like, now that I'm thinking, <laughs> I, sorry, I don't mean to tangent. I just like 
Because if it's uphill, it's technically, like, harder to walk, but you're also going up and it's closer to the sun. If it's downhill, then, like, you could be spiraling out of control, but it's also easier. (laughs) So, uh, whichever one's the positive one, like, is the one that I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Also, a second tangent, I've decided recently that I'm going to run my year July to July, because that's when my birthday is. Oh, nice. So that means that my mid-year is winter. And it is shouldered by the summer months, which just makes it sound so much nicer. Like you start the year in sunshine and you end the year in sunshine. And then you've just got a little bit of winter to get through in the middle rather than doing January to January where it's like winter, sunshine (laughs) back to winter. I'm just, I'm going to try it this year. I like that. That sounds it's like you get more summer uh, psychologically that way. That sounds really, that sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. A friend and I uh, joke that we are solar powered. So the most sunshine I can get is just the best scenario, whether it's mental sunshine or actual, uh-huh. actual sunshine. It's feel, all good. You know, that that is way too appropriate for you. And I love it. That makes so much sense. <laughs> But you also get the added benefit being a a July baby that Mm -hmm. you can have your January New Year's resolutions in the middle of the year. So it's like a six month check in and it's Uh, great. Oh, cool. You're just like, yeah, all right. How are things going? Oh, they're Mm -hmm. good. Okay, good deal. Oh, that is nice. It just sounds super good. It sounds very relaxing. I like I I like that a lot. I'm all for things being relaxing right now. (laughs) It feels quite chilled out. No dramas. Yeah. Just just cruisy it's good oh yeah nice man yeah i uh yeah i I feel like for uh for me for the holiday season right now i'm really just kind of um i i am in a similar boat as you where i don't know Mm -hmm. where the time has gone my i like i'm not i'm not in july uh which which I, i feel good about but um i am still in like end of October, early November. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh yeah, there's still lagging this- a couple of months behind. Just a couple months behind. Not too bad. Not too bad. And, um, <laughs> but now I am acutely aware that we have about two weeks left in the year and I'm like, oh no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just like, oh dear. <laughs> and, <is> um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it's not like, I'm happy because I'm like, oh, I haven't done it. Like, I am just going to be completely honest. I haven't done any Christmas shopping. I haven't written any cards. Um, uh, Josh and I, we just put our tree up today and decorated it. And we got to add the decorations out and it looks super cute. And I'm, I'm so thrilled. Aww. And I know, it looks so good. Oh, and um, our tree topper is Finn and Jake, <laughs> which I'm very happy oh about. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just that thrilled. is the best. They're so good. They're just happy sitting on top of the tree. And like, I'll have to take a picture of it and uh, send it over. Because, yeah, I, I love them. Um but otherwise, I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, I don't even know. Um, yeah. So uh, my boat, my boat right now is, um, I think I, I forget if I mentioned this before. I think I may have. But I am revamping my portfolio right now, uh, making some storyboards and applying to some places to get some mm-hmm. work. And that has taken up uh, that and then two side jobs to like still have money coming in <laughs> and uh, which, cause money is important. Um, you being able to pay rent is important. Yeah. So between that and then working on portfolios and just trying to stay on top of that and then some other, uh, life, like life things that happened. Um, which like, like I'll go ahead and say, cause it was hard, but like, uh, we, uh, my dog passed away and it really mm. sucked. And, um, she was such a good girl. 
but she was. Um, wasn't she? Yeah, you got to meet her. It is bite door. Yeah, and it's <laughs> is one of the most honored moments I think. I I met her and she was she's gigantic. She was a great Pyrenees. <laughs> yeah. And she was huge and I'm not a tall person in the slightest. And I was like, "Wow, you're a big dog." And so I'm like petting her and like, "Hi, it's nice to meet you." And then she turns around and starts leaning on me and giving me a doggy hug. Oh yeah. Like, oh, she I loved feel you like so the much. One. <laughs> she was like, "Hello, Lauren. Yes, I'm glad you are here." Yeah, she she loved you, dude. Yeah, like you could you could just see it on her face. And like that, and her her hugs were the best because she would just yeah, like you said, she'd just lean yeah. on you and just like it's a real real like <sighs> solid safe feeling weight behind her. Oh my gosh, that's so, that's so true. Good. What a good girl. I I, I love her. And uh, mm. so she she was old and she had some health complications. So we like we talked to her vet and uh, determined that the most humane thing would be you know to uh, to let her go and. Mm. Um, uh, and it was very peaceful and very good. But that happened, like, <laughs> was it, like, a week after Thanksgiving? <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, it was like, there was a week after Thanksgiving, and uh, so there was that. And then, um, and then just, like, work was also busy, and then just, like, making portfolio stuff. So, I've just kind of, like, just spent. <laughs> and uh, yes. so, I'm at a point. So, so, for this holiday season, I'm just, like, like, okay, what's the easiest thing that we can all do and, like, and still be together as a family? And, um, and, uh, gonna, gonna do some simple gifts, nothing, like, big, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it's something that, like, like, it'll, it'll be nice. And, um, and then, uh, our folks are coming over to our place for Christmas breakfast and we're going to have orange juice and monkey bread, which is, I haven't made that in forever, and it's so What's yummy. monkey bread? Monkey bread is, the recipe that we have is um, chopped up cinnamon rolls that you put mm. into a bunt cake pan. And then you make this brown sugar pecan butter mixture. <laughs> it's basically just sugar and pecan. Diabetes mixture. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, you make a nice amount of it, and you drizzle it over all of the chopped up raw cinnamon rolls. And, um, so like, so it really seeps in there. Oh, and I don't remember. I have to look up the recipe. I think you also put a little bit into the pan before you put in the cinnamon roll so that there are all those like nuts at the bottom. And then you put it in the oven and you bake it. And then when it's all done, you know, you take it out and you flip it over and you have this really pretty looking like cinnamon roll pull apart cake with pecans. And it is so good. And I totally forgot about it. So I asked my mom, and she's like, oh, can you make some, like, some monkey bread? And my eyes grew three sizes that day. <laughs> and, uh, so, oh, my goodness. That sounds like the best Christmas breakfast ever. Can you send me some in the post? Uh, of course. I'll eat it obviously. even if it's stale. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. It is still delicious even when it's stale. Oh I know from experience. <laughs> I bet it's one of those things that you can just heat it up in the oven for a little bit and it'll it'll kind of regain its kind of squishy sparkliness and it'll mm. be like, yes. Oh, man, dude, I'm oh. sure. A little bit of butter on top. Oh, That's... butter on it as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. You gotta gotta have, have some of that. I'm I gonna have send... to find a recipe for it and... No. Yeah. I, I will send you the recipe that we use if you want and like... Because, yes. dude, it is... And I'm sure that like... So that's like the basic recipe, and I'm sure there are ways you could jazz, like jazz it up. Like imagine if you put um, 
orange zest or something like on top of it or within it. Oh my it. goodness. That right? Would be amazing. Wouldn't that be good? Like I just thought of that. I was like, oh, that'd be yummy. <laughs> um, you one should of my, try that. I think I will. One of, one of my side jobs right now is working in a bakery. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I don't bake anything, but I get to like eat a lot of stuff, which has been super great. Um, I need to make sure that to stay on top of my exercise, because let me tell you, I'm eating cake like a day in and out, and it is so yummy. And I'll say, those cupcakes in that shop, they are extremely good. Uh So, (laughs) yeah, you know. I don't know how you don't eat the entire shop every time you're there. I have to, like, Lots of, I'd say willpower, but my willpower is weak and I eat so much when I'm there. It's, um, I, I've limited myself anymore to like, if there's any, like, like the bakers call them like goodies. Um, but on our trays, like, um, everything is made from scratch here. So like if, um, if you have a a cupcake, like tin and one of the cupcakes has like cooked over like a lot and they have to tear away some of like the excess cake to make it like look pretty. Then, like, mm-hmm. they leave that goodie, quote-unquote, on top of the tray. And those goodies are for us who work the front to eat. And let me wow. tell you, there's so many goodies between, like, frosting <laughs> and candy. It's, oh, my gosh. It's a, I'm a mess, Lauren. I'm a, I'm a mess there. Wow. <laughs> I need to get a job at his studio, if anything, so I'm just, like, not eating cake all day. But I love working <laughs> at this place, too. So, like, maybe, oh, so, it, so it's all great, actually. <laughs> That's, that is absolute perks of the job. But I will say, working at a studio does not guarantee that you won't be eating eating sweet things because uh-huh. at my last studio I was working at a couple years ago people would go on Krispy Kreme runs and <laughs> there would be donuts almost every day of the week in the run-up to Christmas oh and that no was not, that was bad so the current place that I'm at they I think specifically do not have a biscuit jar or any kind of like regular sweet thing it's down to us to go and physically buy them because then at least you've burnt some calories walking to the shop to get them (laughs) to bring them back for everyone Mm because otherwise you do just sit there being like well you know it's an afternoon slump I'll just have another biscuit (laughs) and before you know it you've had about six and then you're thinking oh dear it's only Monday (laughs) (laughs) I've reached my cookie quota what am I gonna do Oh, no, and then I'll you think, to... cookie quota, who needs one? <laughs> who needs a cookie This is very important. Quota? I need energy to complete my creative work. <laughs> and it just spirals out of control. So, <laughs> Oh, no. Being in a studio does not ensure <laughs> protection <laughs> from sweet treat overdose. I'm going to have to reframe this in my mind. I am, yes. uh, this will not be safe. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great, just not safe. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. I, I am so excited at the prospect of I just I, I just really want to work uh, somewhere. I can't I can't yeah. wait. I um for my portfolio I uh, uh, I made an animatic for like an action sequence and I didn't mm-hmm. realize like but it was like an action comedy sequence and it was one of those things where like it felt really good to make something just from scratch um, that was purely my own and because uh, it's been. Like, not that I don't do that, but I've been wrapping up a lot of commissions this year, which, like, like I'm pretty much done. It's I'm so happy. Like, yeah. my, commi- my commission debt is uh, gone, so hooray. And um, commission debt in the sense that, like, not having any more commissions to do, which I'm so thrilled about. Yeah, but, that's huge. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And um, uh, And then I also have a lot of, like, 
like stories that um, that I'm like, oh, like I have like the plans for, and I have like the character designs. Now I just need to make something. So this was like a very short deadline to uh, to make for the studio application, and um, and it felt awesome to just go in and be like, okay, like what do I need to do? What do I want the story to be? I have a very mm-hmm. limited time frame, and then like my rough boards were like three and a half minutes after I timed it out in animatic. And I was like, I can't clean this up in the span of four days. I thought I could at first. And, (laughs) and by the end of it, I revised it. So it was a 43 second animatic and I still want to finish it. So it'll, so it'll cap off at like a minute and a half and, and I'm really happy with it. And, um, and it felt so good just to be able to finish something and also see like areas where I can, like where I want to improve next time. And also just to have like these two characters that were like really different. I don't know. It felt super validating and really fun. And I forgot how much I love uh, like action and comedy stuff. Like, yeah. I I bet you smashed it. Thanks man. My fingers crossed. Like I, I don't know what'll happen. Um, So I'm waiting to hear back, but even if I like, whether I make it or not, um, like I feel great and i it was also cool to know that like i want to do do more action comedy stuff like that was really cool i enjoyed it so yeah that's super good thanks man i think it's i mean i don't know if we have a maybe just to frame this for those of you listening jess is wanting to make a significant move into storyboarding which is very mm-hmm. exciting because i think that's been on your radar for quite a while now as one of your key sort of I did, more more than just an interest isn't it is yeah like I yeah it's just one of those things that I didn't realize that I've been doing since I was like a kid and um like I, I feel a little cheesy saying it but I just um like I I feel really connected with it and I not that this is a unique position or anything like that but I feel like it's a way for me to like I'm trying to think about how to phrase it without sound, sounding really weird. Um, how to how to connect with the world in a like, or kind of like express how I like connect with the world and uh, and like my understanding it of, of it and all that is just like drawing out storyboards. Yeah, and um, or not even storyboards, but just like you know, like sequential like. Uh, sequential storytelling using drawing for film mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh so um and it's felt really good to move forward with and I'm also like at a point where I'm like okay I like I got I got a lot of work to do I haven't done something like this to a professional degree and like I'm, I'm kind of rambling now because I'm nervous just because I want to really like I want it really badly and I just um uh I'm gonna I don't know how to cap it off now. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm going to cap it off by saying I think it's super exciting and I am really thrilled that you are pursuing it so Thanks. wholeheartedly. I think <laughs> it's just super cool. Thanks, Lauren. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, Jess's new adventure is stepping into storyboarding mm-hmm. um, more. Uh, so yeah, it's really, really cool, which kind of gets, gets me thinking, I don't know about you guys, but kind of what, what kind of 
I guess it's this time of year as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thinking about kind of what, what direction do I really want to be moving in? And is there something more that I can add on to the cool stuff that's already happening that will make it even super more exciting and cool? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, what about you, Lauren? What, what you got? What's going <laughs> on with you? I don't know. I mean, I guess certainly the the work stuff at work has been really full on I've been learning so much from them and it's been really beneficial because before this studio job I was freelancing which I think I've probably mentioned in the past but so I've been freelancing for a really long time but wanted to get a more permanent uh, regular full-time job and it turned out that actually this one um, has been really good in terms of being a junior to a, a senior I mean I've I'm 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 a mid-weight in the company but I had uh, an actual mentor and a senior to kind of to look at my work and be well ultimately super encouraging which is more than I expected I mean I go into these things always thinking yeah people are going to critique my work and that's good because it's it's going to mean that I'm going to learn stuff I'm going to grow but actually this scenario that I've been in has been even better than I actually imagined in that my senior was really encouraging. I'd sit there like drawing characters, which is absolutely not my strong point or so I thought. And so I'd be like, okay, I'll I'll come up with some character designs thinking I've got no idea what I'm going to (laughs) draw. They're probably going to end up verging on stick people because I'm going to run out of ideas. I just, you know, I don't have the same knack that other people in my acquaintance have. And they, you know, they just know how to draw characters and it's really good. And I'm like, great, okay, I'll give it a go. I'll try my best. And I'll sit there for an hour, like, drawing things and being like, oh, I mean, it's kind of okay, but it's it's (laughs) not good enough for this project. Mm -hmm. I just turn around to my senior and be completely straight up and say... I'm really trying, but I don't think there's really anything good coming out of this. Do you have any thoughts? And I'll show her my page of scribbles. And she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. These these ones here, these have really got p- potential if you... You know, if you start, I don't know, refining refining the shapes in them or, you know, push the small, medium, large thing and um, I, I, whatever kind of cool character design mumbo jumbo she would she would I, I don't mean mumbo jumbo in in the derogatory sense I mean it in the fact of things that I don't understand yeah no no I totally got you <laughs> um and it was just so beneficial to have somebody else more experienced than me looking at my work and yeah pointing out where where there is potential hidden away mm-hmm. and yeah I mean there there are some terrible ones on that page but that's fine it doesn't matter because there's also some good little nuggets and it's you know from what she was kind of saying with that it's kind of learning to look at my work in a different way and sort of digging away and looking for the nuggets and then kind of learning how to um I guess kind of like refine them and draw those bits out so that Mm -hmm. they then help to unify the design and so all this kind of stuff I've never really had a mentor before in a work situation where it's been on like a project by project basis and it's very specific because I've been freelancing so all the you know critical art decisions have been me looking at my own work and be like well (laughs) it's okay and the client hasn't said they don't like it so it must be fine um but not really having that sort of 
confidence, but also that critical eye in it. Um, so that's been hugely beneficial. And so having had that kind of confidence boost at work, which I never thought I'd have, um, I now like moving into the Christmas break, I'm really excited to um, just work on some personal projects. Like I've, I've got a Sid and Squid gif, which I finished the animation for at the start of this year and just haven't got around to like cleaning it up. And I really want to get that finished mm-hmm. and kind of start bringing all these things that I've learned from work into my personal work. And I'm just really excited about it. That's so nice. It seems like it's been a really empowering time in the last few months in general. Yeah, and I, I never expected that from work work. I always thought, you know, you, you turn up and you give your best and it's satisfying to see the finished product. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm getting so much more from it. And if I'd known that this was a possible scenario, I probably would have gone for a studio job much sooner. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be twenty twenty. Ah! Oh. oh, man. Oh, that's going to be a fun phrase to use either all of this year or I wonder if after 2020, like 2021, if it'll really be like, well, hindsight's 2020. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really? I'm so excited for you because, like, uh, I know how much I love making art and animation and it just, um, I don't know. It just seems like it's been, for lack of a better word that I can think of right now, like, like really magical. And I don't know. It's cool. (laughs) It's been so good. And being in a studio situation, like, whether or not you get a good mentor, that's you know, potluck, depending on where where you work and um, if that's, you know, something mm-hmm. that's that's going to be happening for you there. Because I've, I've definitely worked at other places where my seniors have been nice, but I've just not learned as much from them. Um, but the thing is, with working in a studio is that the people you are around will, you'll end up learning stuff off them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just becomes a really nice kind of reciprocal sort of low-key kind of thing where you just you're looking over the other person's shoulder while they're working and you just kind of see them making you know the concepts are or kind of the finished art um and you just kind of start picking up little bits and pieces sometimes subconsciously sometimes really consciously um and it's just so exciting to feel like you're in that melting pot of cool stuff to learn from even cooler people oh man that's so good <laughs> yeah uh, now uh quick question not that this is about like making art necessarily but are you guys going to be having a christmas party for or a holiday party for the end of the year so we had one for work uh-huh. which was a really nice christmas meal and then we did like a, a comedy alice in wonderland escape room Why? which That's is awesome. probably the most unusual christmas party i've had for family stuff not really we tend to keep it quite low-key mm-hmm. um we just it'll just be the family meeting up um and then have christmas lunch we usually go out for a walk if it's dry just to Aww. kind of like celebrate fresh air and being together uh-huh. and then yeah new year i don't usually do sort of new year's eve very much because we just never go to any parties yeah but I really love New Year's Day because I like to kind of sit down and think about what do I want to sort of either get back into or what do I want to move forward in and that just makes it exciting 
Oh, that's really good. Do you think yeah. of that on the day of, or are you kind of thinking of your 2021 goals uh, right now? 2020. 2020, 2020, I mean. No. I said the hindsight 2020, like, bit, and now I'm stuck in joy that it's going to be 2021 Already in the up. future. Oh, no. We've traveled the, the whole future. year, so I don't know what happened to 2019 oh, and 2020. No. Right? Lord help me. <laughs> Take me back. Okay, I'm back in the present. And only the pseudo future. So, <laughs> are you currently? Playing? Uh, so, do you uh, do you have in mind any twenty twenty goals right now, or is that something that you'll uh, like meditate on um, New Year's Day? I kind of tend to like keep a little running log of things that kind of pop up, or think, oh yeah, I must remember that one. Hmm. Um, but I tend to just kind of sit down and do the hard thinking in the new year and it might not all be I mean it's daunted to do it all in one day um if you've kind of got like lots of ideas so I tend to enjoy spreading it out over a few days mm-hmm. but I, f- I find for me the most important thing is feeling like I've got the space and kind of mental mental space and time to be able to sit and really kind of check in with myself mm-hmm. um and not feel like I'm rushed or that I'm around other people and then feel like that kind of external pressure. Not that they'll necessarily be saying anything, but just the fact sometimes that you can be around other people and feel like um, you can't fully be yourself even if you are by yourself, Yeah, if that makes sense. No, That's a really weird sentence, but I think maybe you know what I mean. No, I totally get what you mean. And I, I, I am sure, I'm sure the listeners do too. <laughs> now, I hope so. Yeah, well, no, because I don't know. There's like, I, I feel like because it's like when you're around other people, uh, either depending on the, the people or the mood that you're in or whatever, yeah. like you can feel like it's still the perception. Of, like you could be focusing on the perception of you and having to uphold that. So you really have to like, it's so important, like you said, to get into that comfortable space where you can really let your true self sort of fly. And yeah, um, yeah and just and just kind of go for it. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I, I know it's, it's really popular to do the whole uh, reflective, introspective thing at New Year and, you know, making your goals for the next year. Sometimes you feel like you just don't really need that. And actually you're quite happy flying along doing what you're doing. And mm-hmm. I just want to say that's totally cool as well. You don't have to sit there and, um, you know, plan out your next year. If either you don't have any ideas what you want to be doing, that's okay. And if you're already quite happy bombing along doing the thing that you're doing, then that's totally cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. I feel like there's only so much self-analyzing that... Uh, self-analyzing is very important. Self-assessing, like, yeah. where you want to go, like, making sure they got you got your plan and all of that. But that's also not all of what life is about either. You just... Sometimes you just have to, like, whether it's this, like, current holiday season, or New Year's coming up or whatever, you really just have to... you focus on taking a break and just being in the moment and Mm. and enjoy like enjoying things and um exactly yeah so you do you follow your heart follow your heart have fun animating maybe question mark yeah because maybe you're like i don't want to animate today that's cool too or maybe you're like i only want to animate today that's also cool it's all (laughs) cool (laughs) <laughs> what if you only want to sit there and eat panettone and little almond biscuits? 
Oh, man. And monkey bread. Oh, that sounds like a really good New Year's. <laughs> that also sounds like a stomach ache waiting to happen, but one of those it really satisfying, like one of those satisfying stomach aches where you're like, ugh, yeah. ate too much, but so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll sing it. I love it so much. Mm, how about you? <laughs> Uh, do you have any parties and do you have any plans already? So no plans yet. We usually don't do anything for, well, no, that's not true. Like, it's so funny because, um, like, it feels like one of those things where we're like, oh, we don't really have anything to do New Year's Eve and we usually don't. But in the last couple of years, like, um, actually the last few years, we've, like, whether it's board games or hanging out with some friends or even just deciding to stay in, like, it's always been really, like... Like, there's always something to do, but we always have, like, the choice of what we want to do, which is really nice. So, actually, I don't know what the plans are, but I'm sure there will be the opportunity for something. And I just really appreciate yeah. that. So, yes. And otherwise, for New Year's Day, I also don't know. There's really, like, <laughs> no plan. I'm, so, I'm in, so, like, there have been so many things to, like, be planned that I'm really just kind of, like, which, again, planning is important, but... At the moment, I'm just like, meh, whatever happens will be really nice. And yeah. just, just kind of want to focus on that present moment. Um, though, that being said, if my mom decided to make some shrimp gumbo, or if my Lita decided to make some tamales, or, like, we make them with her, like, that would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your annual tamale eating contest. Mm, she Lita mentioned, because I was like, hey, can we make some tamales for... Christmas or New Year's and Christmas right now I'm like no this is a lot going on so maybe maybe another <laughs> time but she was like hey did you know that you could make mole tamales and I was like what are you talking about and she was like yeah what you do is you make some mole and like let's say they were doing like chicken tamales you make chicken mole and then when you're making your um, your masa then you put a little bit of mole into that like the uh, the corn dough uh, which is what you put on top of the um, the corn husk Wow. And so then that way, like, that's, like, because that's, fla- like, because uh, the masa is already flavored. Well, when I say already flavored, I mean, like, you, you put spices and all that stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But then just to go the extra mile and put some mole in there, I'm like, you blew my mind, Lita. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we got to do this. <laughs> so so maybe, oh, I got to talk with her. I really want to do that now. But maybe, hopefully wow. that'll be the plan for New Year's Day is eating those. So maybe we can make them before. <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah, Lita knows what is up when it comes to celebratory food. She does. She's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to, I was talking to, she came into the bakery the other day and just like just stopping in to say hey. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting stuff for cherry nut cake, which to be, to be perfectly honest, and I, I love you, Lita. I don't know if you're going to be listening to this at all. Probably not, but it's. it's really, it's really like a fancy fruit cake. But let me tell you, it is the most delicious fruit cake cherry nut cake <laughs> that I have ever had and I'm so excited that she's making it again oh and my goodness and she's like yeah I'm gonna make I'm getting the ingredients for a cherry nut cake and some chocolate flan and all this stuff and I was just like oh man this is gonna be the best <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> oh gosh oh my goodness wow mm-hmm. it's gonna be good of, I love food I so might much. like the the extent of so <laughs> lots of people I know enjoy cooking and baking over christmas but i'm not really a cooking baking person i mean Mm -hmm. i kind of enjoy it but i mean baking especially very rare so the Mm. extent of my christmas treats is maybe some christmas rumbles except without the rum because 
I don't really like it. <laughs> just like, <laughs> so you just, so just had the bowl. I'm on the bowl yeah, part after. <laughs> yeah, just, just, I guess it's like kind of biscuit and cocoa powder. And then I think it's mm. honey to hold it together. That's the extent of my uh, <laughs> my baking prowess. When that it sounds, comes to, I don't think you even have to cook them. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are the best though because then you could just eat it as you're making it you can eat it after you've made it pretty much what happens eat it after you refrigerate it. like it's perfect it's the perfect recipe yeah. <laughs> it's oh my true gosh. you kind of make like a whole baking tray's worth and you're like great okay this this is gonna be enough and oh i might even have some leftover to give as presents to people because i i've always wanted to do that you know give uh-huh. home baking to people as presents and you kind of start tasting it as you're cooking and you're thinking, oh, it's pretty good. And then by the time you finish, you've got half the number that you intended to have because you've eaten <laughs> half of them. Uh-huh. Um, and then the rest of them get eaten by the rest of your family that afternoon. And so they don't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like that's the thing with the, like baked treats, like the good ones. Well, even like, even the, you know what? That no judgments for like the quality of it regardless like whether mm-hmm. they're good or bad because who's to say it's a personal preference but frankly sweets and holiday foods they're just not gonna last because nope because yeah at all they're just too good and it's true it literally spreads the cheer and it's it fun. does oh. like i i've had a thing all year of trying to reduce the amount of refined sugar that i eat and trying uh-huh. to rely on fruit this is such a tangent i'm really sorry everybody <laughs> no you're right <laughs> but i've been trying to reduce the amount of refined sugar i've been eating and it had been going really well like i was having um around four or five pieces of fruit or veg a day which is actually really really good for me <laughs> but now that we're, we've been tipped into winter those sort of like hibernation cravings start coming in oh and yeah then I have dude. a little bit of chocolate and then it ends up being like well I'll have another bit but I really shouldn't <laughs> have too much because I'm trying to reduce the amount of refined sugar and it's just ending up that I'm eating way more chocolate than I've eaten the rest of the year. It might have been a once once a week kind of a treat, and now it's pretty much every day. It's yeah. very difficult. The holidays are very tough in that regard. Yeah. I feel like it's the time where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to eat a lot of food, and I have to be... I, I just have to come to terms with that right now for the next, like, four weeks. Yeah. It's just going <laughs> to... Just sweets out the wazoo, like savory foods everywhere, here and there. <laughs> and <laughs> But you see with like New Year starting up, then it'll be a new year. Or for you, with a July to July year, a nice like halfway check-in yeah. and reset. So boom, That's there good. you go. <laughs> and I figure it's it's cold. I mean, at work, it's quite cold. The heating isn't very good. So I figure I'm probably, you know, burning more calories because it's that cold anyway. So Exactly. Your body needs that sustenance. Yeah. It, need, it needs this that fuel. It. Yep. This is what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. going to be so good. I love it. Oh, but, um, but yeah, so, so anyways, in terms of, um, be for New Year's goals, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't really have any, like, my main goal, uh, cause, like, my, my tendency is to make a very, like, detailed list of, like, this is what I'm gonna do, this is my time frame, I've mm-hmm. also sort of already done that a little bit, <laughs> and if I'm being honest, um, 
But I really just want, like, my goal, uh, I just, again, my goals are to do, like, do the work to get a studio job and, mm-hmm. like, and do a good job at it, of course. Um, and we're going to be moving, so, like, do what I can to prep for our move. And, um, and then, yeah, and then really just focus on uh, just being happy, really. I, like, yeah. and I mean, like, and, like, there are, like, like I like I you know there are always other like goals so to speak that I'm like okay you know like uh like getting rid of like my commission debt for example was a goal last year uh, or mm-hmm. for this year I should say and that is done and it feels super good yeah yeah so now I'm kind of like <laughs> now that I'm talking about it, I'm kind of like <laughs> working through it a little bit um <laughs> but yeah so I I would say aside from like the studio job um, work on working on one project at a time, like personal project at a time, as opposed to like five, <laughs> and, uh, so that I can actually like see them through to completion. Cause it feels so good to complete projects and I want more of that. And I want to animate more and I want to like, I want to, like, like I said, I have all these stories that I've written out and I want to like, if I don't bring them to life, then like no one's going to. So like, yeah, yeah. You got to take kind of charge of things. It's mm-hmm. it's quite a beautiful moment when you realize that the thing that that you want to make, you're the only person who can make it. Yeah, and that's, that's true of every project idea that you have. Because although even if it might on the surface seem similar to what other people have made, nobody's gonna say it in the same way that you would, or approach it from the same angle, or mm-hmm. you know, you can. Yeah. Oh, I just find it such an exciting prospect when you kind of finally grasp hold of that and you're like, yes, it's I so have f- to make it because it's me. Exactly. No, it's so true. I saw I saw a funny meme uh, the other day and it was like, like very pertinent to this where it was someone like like it was a picture of an aisle like filled with different like brands of bread, like like all the different types of bread mm-hmm. and bread loaves. And, like, and the caption on it was something to the effect of, um, if you are wary, oh, shoot, hold on, what was it? Um, basically, if you're stopping yourself from making something because you think, you know, someone else has already made that idea, don't worry. Look at all of the, like, look at all of the, like, brands and types of bread being sold at the supermarket. And realize that like hey everyone's buying all of this bread and it's all just bread and they yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean like uh the the picture was way better and i'm not explaining it very well but basically like you said like it's it's your interpretation and there's someone out there that like will want to like like consume it so to speak like uh yeah. read it watch it and um and i was like yeah i want to be my own bread <laughs> yeah be your own bread. Be yeah, your own cause bread. There's, there's a different bread for every taste and for, you know, different people want, um, you know, highly nutritious bread that tastes like dirt and other people want really sweet bread that probably isn't that great for you, but they really love it and they'll eat it all the time. And so, yeah, that's that's such a good analogy. I love right. it. I love it. And, uh, but yeah, so my, my goal, my goal actually in full this year, aside from be my own bread, well, actually it is be my own bread. It's to, <laughs> uh, be proactive in the things that I want to do and make because I'm in charge of it and, um, I'm in charge of me and, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm in charge of me and it's, that's it. And it feels very validating and fulfilling. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That's Woo-hoo. so good. I think I think now now that we're kind of on this train uh-huh. and I'm thinking about it, I think my kind of if if you're gonna be your own bread, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go full rainbow, which is something oh. that we talked about earlier this year for the podcast was mm-hmm. that um now that we're doing it on our own, we're not part of an umbrella brand. While it it was really enjoyable doing it with Oatly Academy and there was such a fantastic team helping us out. There's something really liberating when it's just the two of us because we don't have to worry about are we representing the brand well? And, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, you, you get more kind of liberties and freedom to, to take things in directions that, that you just even want to try and experiment with that you don't feel you would have been able to before it's true well even well even like um i i think it all it puts your I, I think when you take charge or you're like innocence i don't i don't really, i don't want to say given charge necessarily because mm. really it's you having to is it kind of taking ownership taking ownership yeah and um yeah. i think once you take ownership i think there's a mental i think there's a shift all around mentally emotionally where you realize like oh I hadn't considered these aspects before. What do I actually want with this? And like, whether yeah. it's a podcast or just anything in life, really. Um, but like, what's actually important to me? What do I actually like love and enjoy? What could I do without? Just um, there's a lot of reassessing that that happens, and um, and it's really like, I don't know. It's it's like a really cool journey of self discovery when mm. you start asking yourself those questions and realize that some of the answers that you come to are a little surprising like you you wouldn't have thought it would have gone that way yeah yes yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and so i mean this is partly why you're getting the christmas episode that you're currently listening to (laughs) it's because it's me and jess going full rainbow you know we're Mm -hmm. not hiding behind um a brand so much anymore uh it's if if you want to think in terms of brand this going full rainbow is our brand and in our sense for the podcast it's more Mm -hmm. about just the facet that there's every color in the rainbow you're not just being one color you're kind of the full spectrum and every different (laughs) facet and just being your full self essentially is kind of kind of our our sort of angle on it I suppose yeah um and so that's that's why we've got this, you know, whatever goes Christmas episode because it's really fun. But mm-hmm. anyway, for for me, if you're being your own bread, I'm gonna be full rainbow. And for me, that kind of means making all the little projects that I want to make, not kind of prejudging them before I've even yeah. made them, and just thinking, well, if it's if it's of interest to me, then I should make it because. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but maybe it, can we just combine them and say, like, be your own rainbow bread? <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. Yay. Rainbow <laughs> bread. Rainbow bread. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, if, um, like, you have your own projects, like, why, why not make them? Like, they're great. And, like, let, let all your prisms shine, you know? Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. So that's my uh, that's my twenty twenty. I don't know. Phrase. Would Would you have a phrase for the year? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I, I think so, yeah. For me, like, the, seri- like, the serious phrase, quote-unquote, is, you know, like, oh, yes, be proactive and, and take ownership. But, like... <laughs> Phrase, the phrase, phrase like, the real phrase is be your own bread. <laughs> just realized, like, I love talking about food and thinking about food. I think uh, I, I don't know if that's a problem. I like I love food, I, <laughs> like to the point I that now think I am. Food bread. is the perfect analogy for so many aspects of life. Yeah, I think so. Right, and then like, and then you like be your own rainbow. I mean, like it's perfect and it's colorful and it's great. It brings joy. Like it's just, I yeah. think these are, these are good phrases. So good. Oh, love it. Yeah. So for the Christmas episode, we, we had original plans of like, you know, a little more structure, but I really like how it's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured that you, you guys know us well enough by now. If you've been <laughs> listening from episode one, that we just, we just like hanging out. And chatting about fun stuff and thinking about sort of the emotional, mental side of creative uh, endeavors and things. And mm-hmm. it's Christmas. Let's just chill out a bit because yeah. the rest of the year's been, you know, you've had your head down, you've been working. And let's just hang out a bit and have some fun together. So <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Like, we're here to check in and chill out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Also, speaking of chilling out, this is maybe a, a tenuous segue, but Christmas means Christmas boobies. Have you watched Klaus yet? Uh, cha! It's amazing. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like Klaus has been. I've, I've been seeing a lot more articles. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like Facebook alg- algorithm or what. Probably <laughs> to an extent, but I have been seeing so many articles talking about like how great Klaus's and how it's like the resurgence of 2d animation and right. uh and it's so and like I've, I've seen the movie a few times now and it is just so hard i get a few times <sighs> yeah yeah have, <laughs> yeah like have you have you watched it have you watched it yet eh? Eh? so i am part of the way through i've been cool catching little bits of it on my commute to work um for those of you who have not heard of klaus it's uh, a 2d animated uh, original feature film on netflix mm-hmm. and it is incredible when i started watching it i'd heard all the hype and i was like okay okay i'll i'll start watching it thinking it's going to be another one of these you know mass-produced things and it's just gonna be really lame and I was very wrong I was sitting there watching it and I think within the like the opening scenes I'm going okay so it's it's a 2d animated film I'm like that's not that's not 2 that's not 2d that is that is not 2d shut up that's not 2d (laughs) and it is it's so incredible it's just insane and for me the big thing is not not only obviously the acting and the the pacing and the timing and how beautiful of the the technical side of the animation it's really solid you guys it's so good but it's also the fact that somebody actually wants to spend time and therefore money on making it as beautiful as it is like the shading is so on point yeah that's I mean that's why I to begin with I was like that's that's not 2d that's not hand-drawn animation because nobody spends that time anymore 
like shading it and coloring it and really getting the volume and form so spot on anymore that's mm-hmm. where you cut the corners because you're like oh it's 2d it doesn't matter just make it look flat because that's part of its charm because it's, it's hand like, drawn it's like yeah oh. <laughs> it's like no 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 <laughs> it's yeah it's just incredible and on top of that sorry Jess I'm on a super roll no, you um, can go for it man <laughs> I'm, I'm just astonished by this film on top of that it's a really charming story so far so I'm, I think I'm like a third of the way into it maybe oh um, nice and so the, the kids are just starting to write letters I don't want to say too much but oh yeah, yeah so-, so they're just starting to write letters and the the gags and the comedy are actually so well judged. I, I, it's just right up my alley. It's my type of humor. Man, I feel like so often, yeah. yeah, so often these um sort of like oh Christmas kids family films. They've got the really stock generic quote unquote jokes because they're really actually not that funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they throw a fart and, in there. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, and you. Yeah, exactly. God. And oh, you've got the. <laughs> the dancing number to prove that oh wow yeah uh, it's dancing and uh-huh. oh, yeah. these these jokes are so so well judged so well written like, I feel like yeah storyboarded brilliantly the you know pacing is nice and snappy but it doesn't lose the heart you know it's not at the expense of the emotional story that's happening it's just so well pitched I'm just like wow yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah. I'm with you a thousand percent I um so I remember hearing a thing where just about movies in general where you'll know in the first like 30 seconds if it's going to be a good movie or not and I remember watching like in that first 30 seconds of Klaus like from a technical standpoint, because um, I don't know if we said this. It's probably known. You guys probably know if you're listening to <laughs> this show. But but for, for those that don't, uh, you know, Klaus is 2D animated, but it's also fully hand-painted as well. So mm-hmm. all of the characters, effects, everything have shading on them, variation in color. Um, it, like, I, I don't know how they did it, frankly. <laughs> it's gorgeous. But that for in the first 30 seconds, like, not, not only... Like, just from a technical standpoint, it was breathtaking already. And and just, like, just for me, like, whether it was the idea of, like, how do they do this to just, it's just beautiful on top of that. Like, uh, mm. everything communicates what it needs to emotionally. And um, I think, for me, the word that really sums up Klaus is this movie is so genuine. Yes. And refreshing. And um, Klaus... When we were watching it, um, I was so excited when I saw that it came, like, that it officially came out onto Netflix. Um, they'd been working on this movie for 10 years. I think 10 years? Been, yeah, like, doing a lot of, like, testing and I'm sure funding and things like that. Whoa. And and then, of course, that. Yeah. And then, um, then, of course, for actual production, that was just, um, I think, at least two to three years. I'm not positive. But um, mm. so when it came out, I was like, oh, yes, here's the movie. And when we were watching it, I just remember, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's technically a Marvel. And, um, like, from a technical standpoint. Mm. <laughs> it's technically a Marvel. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, <laughs> from a technical standpoint, it's a Marvel. Um, the acting, incredible. The voices, yeah. perfect. The gags, oh, man, I'm so with you. The sense of humor is so spot on in this movie. But what got me was 
just the the message in this movie and its delivery felt so heartfelt and pure and genuine and mm. and and like you said in the sea of the christmas movies for the masses like which those are great and those take a lot of work and um and the work that and again like the work that people do put into those movies is really fantastic they do like you know great jobs but there's really something to be said for just um like to sound a little cheesy it's very healing in a lot of ways this movie is very refreshing and i'm so excited like if you're a third of the way through it you're going to like love it all the way through (laughs) it's phenomenal um and i it's this is a movie that i would gladly like i like like it's a christmas classic for me personally and i'm sure it is for yeah and like and i'm sure it is for a lot of people and it's just um it feels very timeless and i'm so happy to see a movie that isn't just like making something really pretty for the sake of making something pretty and then not putting thought into like the soul and heart of the mm. message and what it's saying. Like yeah. you can tell that it's just um uh that this that the creators and people that worked on it really just were very honest like throughout the whole process. I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's saying it well enough in a way to like give this movie justice, but um yeah, I I, I love this. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Also, J.K. Simmons is, like, one of, like, my top Santas now, for sure. So, (laughs) (laughs) so good. (laughs) Man, oh, man. So good. Yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend Klaus if you you haven't seen it yet. Um, Yeah. If, like me, you were something of a... Uh, a jaded I'm not jaded but you know <laughs> if if someone mentions oh have you seen that new Christmas movie I'm usually like no <laughs> am I gonna see it probably not but <laughs> there was so much hype around Klaus I was thinking yeah this I should start watching it and I am so glad that I did yeah so it's so good my one okay I have one tiny tiny gripe that's okay. Tiny gripe about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of twinning in the in the acting choices, oh. and always with the hands, the hands up near the face, and doing things that oh, you can't. So- you guys can't see me, but I am like <laughs> gesturing yeah. with both hands, with those uh-huh. animation gesturing hands. But <laughs> that being said, the acting choices for each character are very individual. So it's I've only really noticed that it's the main character who does all the twinning animation hand stuff the other characters don't have that or at least they don't have it in the same way so it doesn't feel like a blanket style like all characters use their hands up near their faces (laughs) it's not that so that's just my one tiny gripe but you you are more you are more (laughs) than welcome to have that gripe i like uh actually so like yeah, I feel like this movie also in general for any 2D animators out there and people looking for draftsmanship and all of that, like, like if you need a movie to study from, this one is phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, there are a few Facebook groups that have been sharing a lot of the pencil tests for this movie. So you can see, like, uh, the timing charts and also just, you know, like, everything without the color. And it's really, oh, man, 
it's beautiful. Like this is like this movie has master level classic 2D animation in it. Yeah. And I would I would even go so far as to say I I may possibly regret this in future years, but right now I'm going to say it. <laughs> I would say that it's possibly even some of the best some of the most solid volume drawing that mm. I have seen in animation and that's stacking that up against plenty of Disney classics which when you really look at them their volumes are all over the place and <laughs> yet they are held as like the the peak of of what can be done with animation and it's no you can go one step further and I think Klaus is the one man no I am so with you there like uh so I saw a model sheet and it was also one of those things where I was like, oh, I have a lot of personal work to do <laughs> and, uh, right. where it's the um, it's the main postman character. And it was his character sheet. And yeah, and the draw. Uh, yeah, the draftsmanship for the whole movie and the characters is so uniform and spot on. And I remember seeing like, you know, on character sheets where they can have the um, the head comparisons or like they'll be like, oh, draw it this way. Not this way. Mm-hmm. And so the comparisons that they had, you know, like, were very standard. Like, if I were a couple, like, don't draw his collar too thick. It doesn't wrap around this way. Make sure not to make his, like, I don't know, uh, hat too fluffy. <laughs> like, it was, it was stuff like that. But looking at the drawings, I mean, you could tell a difference, like, for sure. Um, especially with the, like, with all of the um, inconsistencies pointed out. Um, so you could tell the difference between the two drawings. But I got to thinking about it, and it would have been so easy and like like when animating to take it off model, like uh, because the things that they were pointing out were, if you were doing like a large bulk of work, I could see it being you know very like subtle stuff over time. That if you're like, well, mm-hmm. I gotta meet this deadline, so I probably don't need to think about this like too much which uh we've all done that yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and i don't remember seeing like any of that in klaus like it was just all so spot on so just being able to like the animators for all the characters and effects and everything just um their draftsmanship is truly masterful and i I think Mm. it's a really good like reminder of like hey like it's cool to be able to draw well but also, if you put in, like, the time and work and, like, observation and all of that, like, this is achievable. And it's just like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I just find it really exciting that that there is kind of a new, a new hope for 2D animation. That's not to say that it will definitely spark the industry, but just as an animator personally it's really exciting to see that people still want to take care over over that kind of stuff yeah um and really not only the technical side of animation but all together making such a well-crafted film in in all its facets in the writing in the jokes in the storyboarding the composition the um yeah character animation just the whole shebang it's just really exciting yeah man and no, i completely agree it kind of reminds me reminds me of um uh like the fine art world a little bit where you know pop art got to be really popular and then and uh, yeah. dadaism and all of that which they they have their place for sure and they were important critiques on you know what the art world was doing um but over time there got to be a little too much um deviation from like classical skills like 
draftsmanship and volume and all of that, mm-hmm. um, which are very important. And I feel like maybe, like, it's it's all important. And, like, whatever everybody has to say, of course, is important. So that's not what's being said here. But I feel like maybe there is a similar thing with uh, animation where it's like, you know, it's kind of like the mindset of, like, uh, like, when 2D animation here in the States, like, with Disney at least went went under because it wasn't profitable, quote unquote. So we got to do mm. the 3D stuff or even like uh, talks about like, this is my style. So I don't need to learn like the basics and all of that, which like, yeah, I feel like what, which, which I feel like, um, uh, you know, like, like it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad thought. Um, but the basics are very important. And I think they, uh, enable a person to, if you know your foundations, you're going to be able to have way more control over what you create and mm. what you then like just the capabilities of what you can create instead of just like relying on. Um, I'm getting off on a tangent now, but <laughs> <laughs> basically uh, all that I'm trying to say is that I agree. I think Klaus is a really excellent demonstration of uh, like a mastery of fundamentals and. Um, and as well as a really great demonstration of just where you can go in a story when, like, when you don't focus on, like, getting numbers and ratings. Well, I didn't work on the production, so I can't, I can't say how much of the actual production was like, okay, like, this would be really funny here, and, like, and going this angle, like, will help us get ratings. I don't know, because I didn't work <laughs> on the production, but, uh, but I, what I can say is just, it, just the story that it tells is a very genuine, heartfelt story and nothing in the movie felt forced and it just felt really pure mm. and and I'm just I'm glad Klaus exists so yeah and I, I think for me as well the the big thing is that f- although Netflix is getting bigger and is commissioning more things essentially these are indie voices that mm-hmm. are being able to put their their thoughts forward and I just find that really exciting that your your ideas do matter and they well you know your your goal may or may not be to get a show on Netflix who's to say but I just find it really encouraging that your ideas and your voice does matter and there is room for you at the table mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, well said. Thanks, Klaus. Thanks, Klaus. Super good. Klaus is the holiday present we all needed. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> man. So pretty good. I like it. I like it too. Dang. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, the rest of the. Oh, it's so good. I'll probably rewatch that. And the music <laughs> is so good. This movie is so good. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I still can't believe that it's been kind of on the go for ten years. That's quite amazing. Yeah, I, I think it was, um, I, th- I think a lot of it seems to have been because of tests that they were doing about right. how can we do, like, the painting test and all of that. And it's just, ugh, it's great. It's so, they just, everybody outdid themselves on all aspects of production. I just, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. If you could pick one other Christmas movie that, yeah, it just makes it feel like Christmas when you've watched it. Let's, oh, let's narrow it and say animation oh okay what what would it be oh what would it be what would it be what would it be or like a, an animated christmas special just something animated that's christmasy that makes it feel like christmas when you watch it Ooh, um for me the uh uh disney's um 
uh, Christmas Carol with Scrooge McDuck and, <laughs> and, and like, and like the, I think, what, I forget what year it was in, if it was like 70s or 80s, but it's such a good movie and just perfect. And I just love it. Yeah, that, that, that'd be the one for me. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I don't know. Just something about the aesthetic of the movie and like just everything about that movie I love <laughs> so much. But what about, what about you? What would yours be? Um, I think it would have to be, there's actually nothing Christmassy about it, but it just makes me think of Christmas holidays. Uh-huh. Is Space Jam. Oh! That's, that is the one. What? It's just so good. And I was watching it recently. I may have said this before, but it bears saying again, the animation on the Monstars, like... Oh my goodness, it's so good. It's amazing. So, so good. It's easy to just kind of dismiss it as, oh, it's Looney Tunes and it's a kid's film. And no, no, go go back and watch the Monstars. Like, it's, okay, so talking about Klaus and volume and everything, it's not quite on a par technically uh-huh. with Klaus, but <laughs> it's still so freaking good. It's amazing. It's so much more than you would expect that they would put into a kid's film yes. and I I guess maybe I just watched it a lot as a kid at Christmas time I don't know but whenever whenever I put it on it it makes it feel like like Christmas oh that's really nice yeah it's so good I love it and yeah Space Jam is just a great movie in it's general so good. I don't I don't I don't I don't even care the movie is great Bill Murray's in it and I know. <laughs> my favorite part is when he shows up at the end and they're like, how did you even get here? And he's like, oh, you know, like, talk to my agent and uh, just drop me off. And it's like, oh, yeah, Bill, that, Bill Murray would. That sounds like Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so true. Gosh. Oh, and yeah, and the, and the animation and the whole thing is really beautiful as well. So, mm, yeah, I love it. Yeah, they took a lot of care over it, which is really, it really warms my heart to see. Yeah. Aw, so maybe, I feel like they're, like, there's a nice theme with these Christmas movies where it's just, like, whether, you know, like, like, whether the theme within the movie is Christmas or not, that for these Christmas movies, it's just that there's been a lot of uh, care in general, like, like, taken towards them, and a lot of heart, because that's really what the season is all about, isn't it? Yeah. It's about the heart. It's all about the heart. Spreading the love. All about the heart. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) ah. So good. Speaking of, I think I'm going to go watch something animated real soon. And it's going to be real good. Yeah, um, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that about wraps up our Christmas episode, Lauren. I think so. Anything else you would, any final final words you'd like to say or final thoughts? Mm, I guess, yeah, if, if you get the opportunity to have some time off, then fully indulge in having time off, get recharged. And I hope that you manage to get excited for your personal projects again. <laughs> whatever whatever kind of, I don't know, projects you've got on, whether they're collaborations or solo projects uh, or maybe experiments or something, I just hope that you get a moment to just indulge in them hmm. and be your own rainbow bread in them. Yeah, be your own rainbow bread. <laughs> yeah, and just fully, yeah, embrace them and have fun with them because it's so important to have fun. Mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, yeah, 
for me final thoughts just everybody just enjoy the holiday as you can and no expectations whatsoever just like do what you need to do have a good time yeah know that you were loved yeah and we super love having you guys around it really makes making this podcast feel worthwhile knowing that you guys are enjoying it and really getting useful stuff from it other than us talking about food <laughs> there has been a lot of food talk this episode in particular <laughs> and uh but yeah we, yes. we greatly appreciate that you all are here and it's really fun to just hang out and um uh shoot the breeze and yeah. uh yeah i guess that's it um as always, you know, you can find the show at DIYanimation.show, as well as on Spotify and iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to throw us a Christmas coffee, head on over to coffee.com. That's going to be ko-fi.com forward slash DIYA show. Of course, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. We're really happy yeah. to have you here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have a super good time, whatever you end up doing. And yeah, we will catch you in the new year with a brand new guest. Yes. We are very excited about this one. Oh, it's it's going to be so super good. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. phenomenal. You're going to, oh, you're going to love it. This so is much. someone that really brings uh, a lot of joy into everything he does, just as a little, oh, little yes. hint. So, <laughs> just like all the joy bonded up in one person. It's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, we really can't wait for you guys to, to hear that one. So, yeah, we will be back in January with our new, our new interview with our new guest. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Awesome. All right. Until next time <laughs> in 2020, follow your hearts and have fun animating. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year! Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Bye, everybody! We'll catch you on the flip flop! Yeah! <laughs>